0: here tonight. At least your life isn't as sad as ours. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
1: welcome to Anything Goes with Darren Frost. We are coming to you as we do every single week here from the XM Studios in Toronto. This is a no-holds-barred talk show talking about uh, events of the news, pop culture, and the state of Canadian stand-up comedy. And what is going on in the heads of the co-host Dave Martin, myself, and Kathleen McGee. Now, whether he is thinking it up on stage or uh, thinking up a sex act with his wife, you know what the fuck, I, where we're going with this? It is here, Darren Frost. Darren Frost, everybody. Yeah. Oh, Darren Frost. Oh, the All little right. lesbian. Yeah, the little lesbian, thank little you. Little Thank
2: you. Right <laughs> off the top. We're getting right into it.
3: Darren's a gash licker. I am.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. Well, you know, I don't, I don't judge. I don't judge. I don't know why you're going at me right away. I'll just shut the fuck up. Anyway, because we
3: spent how long with you in a car? That's okay. What? Let's
2: let everyone know we are in Ottawa this weekend, which is about two and a half hours outside of Montreal.
1: I would like to thank, first of all, all the fans of XM uh, radios, Anything Goes, for coming out and supporting our great Ottawa, shows that we had. Yes, in yes, in yes, Ottawa, yes, yes, thanks this to week. them. It was great to meet the fans. We uh, we signed autographs and uh, yep. we had our pictures taken with people. It was a great and league, that one week, that one
2: kind of super fan who brought the big poster of just Dave Martin. Yeah. with little pictures of me and Kathleen, but the big giant Dave Martin one in the middle. <laughs> that was pretty fucking. Uh, I love psychos. Yeah, that's good. Um, So we were in Ottawa. We were going to Just for Last as well, and we're driving back and forth. So, me, Dave, and Kathleen spent way too much fucking time in a car. Way
3: too much time. I think we,
2: uh, what, about 20 hours in total over three days? At least, yeah. I
1: think
3: so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We uh, yelled a lot at each other. Well, Dave yelled a lot, but that's what he likes to do. No,
1: you two yelled at me.
2: Okay. And I sat there
1: trying to concentrate on the road. We
3: sat in disgust with you when you were like, guys, guys! Shut the
2: fuck up, uh, man. Uh, you just sit, sit in the back and do what you do best. Nothing. Anyways, uh, so we had a good weekend. It was fun. We did shows. Uh, Dave was only awkward two out of three shows. Good for Dave. Those oh, are good numbers. Oh, that's a good record. That's good a new record for Dave, for Dave Martin. Ooh, that's 666. And, uh, yeah, and other than that, that was about it. That was the whole weekend. Um, this weekend, uh... Well, we were
1: driving to Montreal because it was the Just for last Festival was yes, going on. Yes, And there's not that much to do in Ottawa during the day, so why right. not spend some time in a car with uh, people that you can barely tolerate? Right. Um, but, uh, we get the... The shows, in, I thought the shows in Ottawa were good. Uh, they yeah. could have been better attended, but we had a lot of competition that weekend. There was right. the other club uh, in Ottawa There was the Absolute. Right. Uh, there was also the uh, Blues Festival that had a comedy tent that's going on this Which year. Which is now,
2: did you know it's the second largest music festival in North America I wanted to go there were some awesome acts next yeah. to Coachella I think yeah. I Coachella is number one now right. and Blues Fest is number two
1: and, and Blues Fest in, in Ottawa which yeah. you don't really, you, Blues Fest in Ottawa doesn't really aren't two things that really you can imagine going together, go together right? it's yeah.
2: kind of like peanut butter and chocolate I think
1: those go great together I two.
2: know but not yeah. before until someone actually made them so now Ottawa and Blues Fest kind of go together Weezer were there yeah. Arcade Fire were there
1: like, I think Santana were there too yeah,
2: Santana was there. was there yeah da yeah. And um, Kevin Costner and his band, I think, was there.
1: Oh, okay. And he's not busy trying to suck all the oil out of yeah, the, you know, Reenacting
3: Waterworld on stage.
1: Yeah. to recap the oil spill. Kind
2: of a very Spinal Tap moment, yeah.
1: Uh, and uh, and how was, and uh, our experiences at Just for Laughs were uh, a sort of a, uh, I don't want to say that they were wonderful, but uh, <laughs> yeah. if anything, it was a wake-up call, because I hadn't been to JFL since I uh, performed there in like 99. Right. And it is a very, it's a different I don't, it's not a different festival in the sense, but I think it is. I, no, it
2: is, it is a very different festival. I was there in 05 and 99, and it is much more of a different festival. Whereas in those years, for me, the main hub where the bar is were, we're normally packed. Whereas now it just seems like everyone's kind of doing their own thing, and there's not that much kind of, uh, you know, ca- cajoling around or I don't know what the word is, but, you know, out. all hanging out in one place. Right. It's very kind of more fragmented.
1: Now, I don't know if that i mean yeah the the bar at the uh the hyatt and usually it was it was the usually the festival was fam- famous because when it was at the delta it was a much more compact environment right and yeah and, and you couldn't help but mix with people. Um, but, uh, yeah, this year, it didn't, a lot of the bells and whistles seemed to be gone. And the, uh, the, sh- the, the hotel bar itself almost seemed like a hallway that people just sort of passed through right. rather than like, Hey, I'm at my show's over. I'm going to spend the rest of the night. You know, uh, I just got a hotel room upstairs. I'm going to get, I'm going to get loaded and then hang out with my comedy friends. There was a little bit of that, but not like, I mean, when you went out into the patio area at the hotel, there was just, there was no just-for-laps banners out or anything right. like that. It really felt like you were just almost at a, a hotel more than just a hotel hosting a comedy event. It
3: was the same. Like, uh, in 2007, I went with my friend Andrew Iwanek, who was in Homegrown that year. And I've never been in the festival, but right. I've gone as his friend. And then this year I went as media. And I, I want to know what it's like to be an actual, to have the artist badge. Because it is right. weird. But I found that in 2007, it was so much easier just to go up and talk to people. And yeah. just, to, like, you'd be at the bar and you would just strike up a conversation and now you're talking to one of the producers of Happy Madison. It doesn't feel like you can just go up to anybody and just have a conversation Yeah, it was very anymore. guarded.
2: Yeah. I, I also think that there, I think there'd probably... I don't want to say the one mistake they're doing is they're doing a lot of shows late now. Like, there was a lot of 11.30 and midnight shows. Yeah, midnight shows, yeah. So there was, like, so many choices. And I I think it's great that they're trying to give you more choice, but I don't know if maybe they're going too far with it, because there was, like, five shows at, like, 11.30 on Friday night, where normally there would have been all the galas are done, all the special shows are done, there would be one midnight show that everybody would go to, and you'd party there, and then you'd go back to the hotel, whereas there was... So many different things. I mean,
1: I'm 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 very much pro-choice, and I like to have a lot of things to choose from. But right. even if I was at that fest, even if I was just a comedy, you know, uh, well, fan, I, I like and, my and, comedy, and,
2: like my abortion, pro-choice. So yeah, <laughs> I, I already made that joke. Thank yeah. you, Darren. But
1: yeah. uh, but you like to explain things and flog jokes into the ground like a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but <laughs> he's a flogger. Will this show go to episode twelve? Tune in. Go um, on. But but it's like I. I would never want to say oh there's too much to choose from but there was there like cuz if I when I was looking in that and they all and they're almost doing a uh, like a, a second alternative festival right. at Zoom the main Fest festival or whatever. Yeah. Right, the Zoo Fest and and even like I like all sorts of different kinds of comedy but even if I had to choose because even in one night there was like a Jim Jeffries show yep. and then there was a Bill Burr show and they're on at the same time and then there was like a Bubbling with Laughter or there was a uh, a show at the Comedy Works. Or alternative all, show. Or alternative show. And all show. there was like one night where there were five things that were starting at the same time yep. and all five of those things I would like to see and, uh, and so it, it would be frustrating as just a comedy fan when there's yep. so much shit that you want to see out there. It
3: was an incredible lineup though. I was very impressed with like yeah, the normally, no, normally, is...
2: I, other years I've been kind of like, "Oh, that guy's a hack," or "That guy's garbage," or "That's terrible" or "Lame." But really, this year I didn't. There was no one really. It was where a I'm great like, lineup this year. Wow. Yeah, I
1: mean, there were there were, and and if the if there was a show that I. I'd, thought that I wouldn't want to see it was only because I didn't know who the people on the show were. Right. Not like oh man fuck I know that guy and he's a piece of shit why would anyone want to go and see him. Right. They're all like oh I know that guy I know that guy they're all good and I don't know these other people so I can't really comment on them. Right. But um, they're also saying too that this is the festival doesn't sign deals like they do anymore I mean there used to be people that would go to JFL and walk out with like development deals and then like deals for sitcoms and movies and things like that and maybe that's just a reflection of how the economy is. I think it's the economy too like I
3: don't they just don't do that kind of stuff. They anymore. aren't throwing no.
1: around, uh, yeah, development deals like they used to. So, and also you, the, like with both the development deals and. But I also think a lot of American agents just love coming up to Montreal because it's almost this unique sort of like you know you're you're still in North America, but also there's a big European flair to being in Montreal oh, it's, as it's well. A,
2: it's the adult Disneyland. Yeah, that's why they come up. They love they love the, the fucking strip clubs. They love the coke and they love the party and that's. Look, that's that's why they like to come into Montreal. Because right, it's very accessible. All those things you want to do. It's like you say in your act. It's our excuse city. It's, the it's excuse our party them, yeah. city. So that's why they want to come. And it's surprising <coughs> that less and less industry comes over the last ten years when it's like this is your excuse to go and party.
1: I mean, they, they, I mean, they're still coming to JFL, but I think they're coming more for just the sometimes the party and to look right. after their own clients, not necessarily to find new for prospects. For sure yeah. not to find new prospects, no. not to find that like diamond in the rough that no one's ever found yet.
2: Only because it's like because of the internet and other yeah. reasons. They don't have to leave their home yeah. anymore to see, oh, uh, who's this Bill Burr guy, you know? Right. And, you and if, just... really, if you're in from NBC, you don't know Bill Burr. He shouldn't be at NBC. But you know what I mean. <laughs> like there's so much out there now. They don't have to leave. They don't have to go to Montreal to find this young, cool, new face. They can just go on the internet. And I don't think that's probably helping either.
1: No, I, I think it's, uh, you know, like I think we've said in the bef- in the past before when it comes to comedy, that we're almost getting in. We're almost... Uh, almost expected to take too much in because there is like that you worry about that sort of like tsunami of comedy like there yep. wasn't in the late 80s and early yep. 90s on television the internet's almost turned turning i now, I, so. I personally think
2: the it, next it, next bust is coming i really do in terms of stand-up because it's it's really on a wave now where things are pretty cool with the last comic standing getting some tv exposure and the internet i think the, a big bust is going to
1: come the thing
3: that's crazy about the internet is that that people will put their first set on the internet. Oh, well, yeah, we've, yeah,
1: well, yeah, it's it's always ridiculous. And, it's just you, you got to give yourself some time to develop. Too. And then
3: call themselves a comedian. Right. <laughs> That's like the yeah. You come and do one amateur night, and then you you throw it up, and then you change your your Facebook name to Joe Blow comedian.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like if you learn three chords of guitar, you're not a rock star.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, the thing is, it, it uh, comedy always parallels music. And music now, there's no time for you to f- to fail for a couple albums and then have a great album. Everyone's expecting a great album now. That's all I'm going to do. Same thing with comedy. It's like, I don't want to wait. I want to have a, a clip on now and have a fan club and a MySpace account and fucking shove it down everyone's throat. Come see me now. Come see me now. Like this week, they taped the Comedy Now specials. One comic in particular, I got five messages in a week. Come and see my comedy now. Come and see my comedy yeah. now. Just fuck off.
3: That's over, like, there's a lot, like, I have I try really hard not to overkill. I, I would never say, come and see me at the Eden House tonight in a, an event. Oh, Put do. it maybe in your stat. I know, but, like, people make events for everything, and it's, I have, like, 50 events <laughs> waiting on, and I just don't even check events anymore. No. I mean, uh, and it's, it's wrecked that whole, like, it doesn't work anymore. Hey, the if, event thing doesn't work anymore.
1: Well, if you use the analogy of, like, being a boxer, it's sort of like, well, hey, come out, watch me, like, at a, at a title fight. Versus, hey, come and watch me train at the gym. I yeah. mean, I think like open mics and like places like Spirits and even like a New Material night or even just a regular night at the uh, at the alternative venue like the Riv or even just someone coming to watch you do seven minutes at a club. Like those, those to me is like going to the gym. That's like training. And if you have a bigger show on a Friday night where you really want people to come out, or if you are ha- if you have a show booked at a at a, uh, a club where you know the amount of people is going to reflect how much money you take home at the end of the night, if you have a door deal or something like that. Or uh, if you're taking the door, if depending... Yeah, like how many people... So it's just like, why do you want to watch me come out and train or practice? Right. come like, Save your friends to come out to shit but, that's important.
2: But even, like, if I'm doing a weekend in Hamilton, which is an hour outside of Toronto, I'm not going to make an event for that. I'm not going to make an event for an average show because we live in a world <laughs> where there's 10,000 average shows. Right. And it, it should only be a very special thing so then people don't delete you. Like, I've been lucky so far. Not a lot of people have left my group on Facebook. But I know a lot of people that they have Facebook groups that have a lot of people just getting out of it because you're getting 10 messages in one week from them. And
3: that's the worst when you you don't want to join a Facebook group, so you don't join it. and then they keep inviting you, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah. no, I'm not joining because I know what's going to happen. I'm going yeah. to get a million things saying, oh, I'm I'm on TV for two seconds. Watch me for two seconds. And I'll just put it in a status update. If somebody sees it, they see it, but... I don't know.
1: It's,
3: well, it's
1: I, really. I always have issues when when the comic will uh, will will want you to join their fan club. And I'm am you know what I can be friends with a lot of comics, but I might not be your fan. Maybe yeah. I'm just maybe right. maybe I'm just. But I don't think we put enough emphasis on the value of words anymore. Anyways, right. At both the word friend and fan. I mean, if I'm a fan of like I'm a fan of Kathleen and I'm a fan of Darren and I've joined their fa- fan pages. Why
3: didn't he say your name like Darren? Well, Darren,
1: yeah. but it ain't uh, gonna last long. That's why yeah. Darren. <laughs> The uh, but I mean like I'm a, I'm am a friend and fan of your guy uh, of of what you guys do but it, it's like there's a lot of comics where like listen let's just be friends I'm not going to be your fan right
2: right also because think...
1: also because I'm not going to go out and support most comics that I know not because I I don't want them to be successful because I'm not going to show up to your fucking show and, right. and 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 pay the cover and all that fucking yeah crap. And most
3: comics shouldn't be offended if other comics don't join their fan page they should oh. just be like well the fan page is really for fans for people who who like you and that's the place where you can go and say. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and go ahead and do it as much as you want, because the people that have joined it want to know, but when you're just inviting every single friend just because they're friends with you, constantly berate, and and I'll get like three emails and sorry I'm sending so many messages today, well then stop fucking sending messages.
2: Well, who wants to have a show with just comics there? That's yeah. uh, that's the other thing. Well, that's
1: too. It's like I'm, not, I'm just going to stand in the back of the room and either either make sarcastic uh, comments to the other comics that are there and just like lean over and go, oh, really? That's their new bit? Okay. Right. Now, do, you, do you want that in the back of the room? You know, I'm going to just be taking up more space and having my arms folded and judging you.
3: Some comics, uh, I, like I've had this discussion with somebody else uh, with another comic, and he said that he's like, I, I could never start my own fan page. I'm like, do you think it's a bad—I've had my own fan page. I started it.
1: But, but we brought that up to do before on, on the yeah. show, too. There's, there's almost—now there's almost people who are better at marketing themselves than they are funny, and people more concentrate more on the marketing than the actual funny. So, right. I mean, that's the thing. That's the awful state of the internet, too, is just like mm-hmm. you get these guys that are great at getting their clips out, but they are almost more concerned about getting their name out rather than getting their name out as a, as a, a good comic.
2: Right, but you can't blame marketing for that, per se, because there are guys – well, I I don't think you should – because there are guys like Stanhope and Dan and. Um, but
1: they are both, they but they've done the, putting their time at becoming great no, comics. No, right, right. And
2: they're using the marketing to get people out. Right. You can't blame the marketing if it also helps a young comic who's going to try to take advantage of it. I blame the young comic for doing too much too soon.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll blame them for that too.
2: You know, it's like, you know, you shouldn't have like, oh, I can do, like, how many times have we seen this? Some young comic tell me, I can do an hour. An hour? Yeah. You can fucking of what? pull off 50 Minutes in Vaughn last night. Yeah. Right. You know, like I had to do an hour because you bailed.
3: Yeah, you can do an hour, but it's not funny. (laughs) Right. Anyone
2: can talk for an hour.
3: Yeah.
1: We can. (laughs) Yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh, what else, uh, other than the, uh, going to Montreal, uh, going to Ottawa, going back and forth to Montreal?
2: Yeah. And then you guys had to call me a lesbian, like we talked about off
1: the top there. Okay, in,
3: in our defense, you were-
1: You love the Indigo Girls. You were talking about the, I indigo do like the Indigo Girls
3: non-stop. And what's what's you wrong with the no, Indigo Girls? Something's wrong,
1: but just n- Listeners, you should have seen
3: Darren's face light up when he <laughs> yeah. started talking about the Indigo Girls. Yeah, yeah. It's adorable.
1: Singing yeah. along to what's going on. But yeah, I
3: think that- Come on. But Darren, I think that you are a lesbian- well, look,
2: like I said to you before, before you call me a lesbian, there are some gay icons that I respect and I like and boy I follow their careers. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Boy George. I love well, Boy George. Yeah. Why can't an angry man love Boy George? So if you Does are, that make me a were, lesbian?
1: If you were handcuffed to a radiator in yes. Boy George's hotel room yes. and because you were caught <laughs> looking at shit on his computer like that dude, the male prostitute, yeah. you would be okay with that? I'd be you're okay with that. I'd be, You'd uh, be like, He's oh, a I'm, as
2: long as he sings me the songs and doesn't touch me, what do I and, care? And
1: he whips you with a belt or something that's like that? Fine, yeah. That's fine. That's
2: <laughs> fine. I'm never gonna
3: touch my penis again. Come on. He touched it for me. I know the crying game.
2: He, he sang really song wanted. He
1: and, really wanted to hurt me. He really yeah. wanted to make me cry. There he goes. Aww.
2: Dave wanted to get that in there. He was
3: trying to. I saw it. Like I saw
2: it coming. Boy, he was gonna look, do something. Boy George and Johnny Rotten to me are the same thing.
1: Well, okay.
2: They're the same thing. They're both button button uh, pushers. Button pushers. <laughs> <Puttin'> pushers. <laughs> pushers. They're both button pushers in my 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 mind. They just did it differently. Johnny Rotten gave the finger and Boy George pranced around America in the 80s like a chick and fucking dudes hated it. It was the hair metal era. They fucking hated that shit. It was like rubbing their face in it. And I loved every minute of it. And I liked the Indigo Girls, so what? And I liked Cher and I liked Cindy Lauper.
1: But no one has an issue. We're all we're all willing to let you like whatever right. you want to like. That doesn't make but me just a lesbian. Trust me, it, it makes you a, a lesbo fairy. So <laughs>
3: lesbo fairy. What cause... is it? Because because okay, a woman is called a fag hag, right? right? What if what's a guy that hangs out with a yeah. bunch of? Is it? Is he like? Is he like a dyke trike or <laughs> a dyke <laughs> Dike trike? What the fuck know. does that mean? I don't know. I was just trying to rhyme with dyke, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't think of anything else. Fast is he a dyke enough. pike? Is he? Oh, a...
1: you could say a dyke dude.
3: No. It Dude, maybe. I like lesbian folk rock music. I know
2: you do. Why I'm, are you And that's, so why so that's, that's why I'm fine. so angry. That's why I'm so angry in my allowed, world. You're allowed to be that. Well, I'm angry in my world. And when I'm not in that angry world of comedy, I like to relax to some nice lesbian folk rock And your, car- your carpet-munching
1: wants- folk tones get you uh, <laughs> yeah. get you into a better place, right?
3: What Darren is trying to say is he just wants a hug from Annie DeFranco. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I like Annie DeFranco. Not as much
2: as the Indigo Girls. They're my favorite lesbian rock singers. Which I think is disservice. I shouldn't even call them lesbians. They are folk rock singers. They are folk rock singers. You forced me to use that term.
3: I haven't forced anything upon yeah, you. You put
2: mm-hmm. a gun in my mouth. <laughs> you said if you, if you don't listen to this hard rock music, doesn't lesbian music, you're gonna die. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Between Darren requesting his uh lesbo songs, uh, I played on the one, ride and, back.
2: and Kathleen liked it. Kathleen's it. like, wow, this is this is Indigo it's Girls good. and Pink. This is and a then, good song.
1: And then you fell asleep in the back of the car, and I had to. put <laughs> I, I, I my po- favorite
3: part of that was when when was when Darren was sleeping, and then all of a sudden he goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he turned around and he's no, no, like no. I'm, okay. I'm okay no my favorite
2: part is when you guys thought I was asleep and then you started talking and Dave's like you should see Darren sleep he sleeps like this he's got his hand over his face it was adorable and he's gotta wear a mask yeah. and he's gotta do this he's like, seems like is this I, the end of the world because I
1: had to sleep through six days of that shit in, in, in Los Angeles and I was Darren sleeps like uh, a little like, baby yeah well no but he covers up his face like he's like yeah. a, he has a long history of people waking him up with a belt <laughs> or something like that or people throwing like hot water in his face I was like, who, yeah, who gets, right. who gets, who has to sleep, who is beaten up in their sleep so often that they that they sleep in a defensive well, position? Well,
2: I do, I do. All right, okay. I do. You have kids that
1: probably like try yeah, to. They the-
2: they now sleep like me. Okay, I'm passing it on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and da- and then- the long legacy of sleeping afraid <laughs> with one eye open.
3: And
2: then who sleep
1: did- in fear. And
3: then who did Dave say that? Oh yeah, Dave called your your little baby. Uh- Robin Williams
1: like oh yeah he, had, he made it's a Robin, my kid Williams like, face. Robin Williams like Robin Williams well he's not he's called hairy. my kid a
3: fucking hack
1: <laughs> well I haven't heard his bits yet but he had a Robin Williams <laughs> sort of face for a second
2: for a second, do oh, the Robin
1: impression. Oh God, he looked like Robin Williams for a second. <laughs> oh, look at that little baby's face.
2: That fucking sounds like Robin
1: Williams and Elvis. Yeah, oh, it does. I've left the building. It
3: sounds like if Robin Williams and Elvis had, had a, a baby. baby. Yeah,
1: Darren loves to get two dudes to have a baby. And yeah, like, no, no, hey, no. this is like if a dude and another dude have a baby, yeah, which that, is impossible. That, looks like, that okay.
3: comic looks like if so and so and so and so had a baby. Yeah,
2: so
1: that <laughs> happened. It's out there. I check out my new HBO special, man. I'm Come Robin on, Williams, man.
2: man I'm Robin Williams. Wow, I got some bits. All right. Well, we got to take a break. When we come back from the break, we didn't need to intro our guest this week. Uh, we have glare, glare. <laughs> glare, glare, glare. She's, she's glaring up, at man. you, drunk drunk she's now, glaring at the you right now. Claire Brousseau is in the studio with us. talking about the Claire very, very Brousseau.
1: beautiful and funny Claire Brousseau with her talk about her manbatical.
2: Right. So we will be back with glare.
0: And you thought your mother catching you masturbating was uncomfortable. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
2: Okay, we are back from the break, and in the studio, actress and comedian Claire Brosseau is here. Yay, Claire is here. Yay, Claire Hello, Claire. Yay, Claire. Yay Me. Me. So uh, we wanted to bring you in because uh, right now you're getting a, a lot of heat, they say, in the business. Heat, yeah. Dave, is what I, call it. I use the word heat sometimes. use the heat. Uh, on your blog, and just so we get it right, what is the official blog uh, address? Uh, it's cbrasseau c b r o s s e a u
4: dot blogspot dot com. Okay, very fancy. And
2: give everybody just a little bit of information on what is the blog and what it's about and why it's uh, causing so much heat
4: heat um well it's uh, it's called the one-year men right uh, i've given up on romantic love for a year that includes being gay yay <laughs> yay oh. to being gay yay, yay gay. um and uh i'm blogging about it and mm-hmm. uh i i think uh, part of the reason i think people are interested are is because um i work with dudes every weekend and i'm on right. the road with dudes and there's a lot of chance for me to hook up with dudes right and um and you know and i th- i think people are enjoying it that the response has been really good and
2: yeah, I think it's it's interesting because it's been a couple of years since something like this has been big again because it kind of goes through waves. Yeah, where there was a couple blogs about five years ago that were really big. Yeah, not doing what you're doing, but talking about the issues for women. And in the last couple of years, there hasn't been something like that really on the internet. Right. Uh, kind of from your point of view of taking a break for a year. Right. Now, why why did you take a break? Was it just something that you said, okay, my life is out of control? Was, was or... there a specific
1: incident that said, well, I'm going to take a break and get more perspective on relationships and things?
4: Yeah, it was basically, um, well, first of all, I'm 33 and I want to have kids and I want to get married and stuff. And um, basically the men that I've been hooking up with or dating, they're just, I know bad choices for me. They're not bad guys, but bad choices for me. I'm not going to get what I want. And I couldn't come out of this weird downward spiral. And I just realized one day I was dating this guy and I realized I was so focused on his career and his comedy and all of this stuff and I was just not focusing at all on my own and mm-hmm. I had invested so much time and, and brain space on dudes and not enough on mine and I was like this is bullshit so
2: well I think that and we're probably going to get into it about da- comics dating comics but I think that always happens when two comics date there is that kind of sense of and Dave you've dated uh, comics yes as well, I have that, uh, <laughs> that's no, what it, I don't, it, I don't mean that's a bad thing is it I don't know it's, it's, the don't the know if it's, it's Friday or... late show I think no, it
1: could be it could it can be a good thing because I mean you both come from similar places you both have uh, similar goals in mind i mean i think it always gets into uh, it, there's always a little bit of tension created when you know because uh, i mean we all i think all comics have pretty fragile egos and we all want the same thing but you know we have to you have to keep a certain amount of perspective knowing that uh, like if, if like if, if if let's say if Claire and I were dating, I oh, should stop.
2: Dave, stop. Stop. Know, Every time a chick comes in the studio, <laughs> there's some kind of situation. Let's just say just we are dating. Can I just create an example? Let's
1: just say we are dating. What? Me and you? Yeah, yes. If I came in, there with oh. a dress.
2: Let's say me and Doreen are dating. I could that's do. I dating. could
1: do better than you.
2: Doreen. <laughs> Come on. Me and Doreen Frost.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's scary. Oh my God, no. <laughs> but I just wanted before you'd you be make a very You'd be a drunken last we, we, regret we, that I would. Yeah,
2: we can. We can make your point. The point I wanted to make, just then we'll go there. Okay. Is that when two comics date? there is always that sense of that one kind of takes the front seat's career and someone takes kind of a back seat now yeah. that may not always be no. but I've seen that a lot when comics date Right. and I think that is a problem if you're the person in the back seat eventually you kind of wake up and go I'm investing all my time into something that might not give me what I want is exactly. what you said yeah, exactly well no
1: what I was trying to say is that right. you, you, no, got, is you, have, you have right. to keep a perspective just to know that like if I was dating okay let's do, I won't even say names if I'm dating another you're dating female Paul yeah if I was dating another female comic right. and I would have to just keep in mind that if, if there was an opportunity that came about, that there's a very, very small chance that both her and I are going to go out for the same thing. And that, you know, if, it's, if they're booking a television show or something like that, there's rarely is it going to be a chance between they're going to choose either, oh, are we going to go with Claire or are we going to go with Dave, you know? And, and so you have to know that going into it. So you have to keep your ego in check and just know that the, but there's always going to be like, there's always going to be in the back of a comic's head of like, oh, fuck, it's a little I, bit of I, professional I want jealousy. That. I want that. I think yeah. so.
2: I think so. Yeah. yeah. See, especially if, if the person you're dating isn't funnier than you, but people keep telling you how funny they are, but those same people don't tell you how funny you are. I think that would be something right
1: now the w- one thing i've always had to say about when it, when it does come to dating comics is that uh which you know i mean it, it's it's the one thing that you, have, you know you if you both have similar interest in you both have that in common and, and it's a it's a sort of a, a good way to bond with someone because you can all you can relate to that on that one level that you can't relate to if you're going out with like a you know a waitress or a secretary mm-hmm. or a Corporate. member of congress or yeah. something i don't know what but <laughs> but it's true, i was though. just trying to think of something but else but it's that... true
3: i've had uh i've had dates with just Regular uh, non-comic dudes, because I don't date comics, for very good reasons. I've I've seen some really bad um, ends to relationships, and just from a female perspective it always seems to go in the guy's favor, just to where the friends are behind him. And why shouldn't him. it? Why shouldn't it, huh? Yeah. Oh,
2: well, I've always... I've Thank always... God you're
3: behind some fucking today. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> whatever,
2: whatever. whatever. Dar- but,
3: I, but I seriously... Ooh, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I understand Dave's point about like how, okay, yes, you have some things in common, because I, can, I find it very frustrating when you go out with a, uh, just a guy that's not part of the comedy right. industry. I try very hard to just be like, uh, to say I, I don't tell them that I do stand-up comedy, and then uh, eventually it gets out because nobody believes I'm 29 years old and only working at Starbucks. Um.
2: Yeah, and and every Friday and Saturday night you can't go out with them. They're not going to fucking clue in. They're going to clue in.
3: Yeah, but it's like, it's very, because they're always like, oh, that's so cool. How do you get into that? And with a lot of guys, they're like, oh, you're a very strong and independent woman, and you're funny, and I love it. And then a month with me, they're like, shit, you're too much. (laughs)
1: Like. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that I think that probably a, a regular guy might be attracted to your independence. Uh, or, or your, At first, your, or I don't your, think so. Uh, they, what, your,
0: <laughs> no, no, no. What, 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 what what I, what they,
2: but that's what I've had guys say. No, I, I think that I think that sometimes, and I've had this conversation with Shannon Laverty before, and female comics. Some guys just don't like how forward they are, yeah, or I maybe agree. aggressive, yeah. or how motive, whatever the term you want to use. They're they're shy to that and that's don't true. want any part of it. I think a,
1: I think a regular guy would be. Thank you. It is true it's not true. Well, okay, okay. I don't I think I think in I think in the beginning a guy would be attracted to that confidence and that sense of independence that seeing a girl up on stage because it's probably so new to them. I mean, probably a lot of guys haven't dated comics and when they when they do they're thinking, "Oh, well, look, well, look who I'm with. I'm with uh, a chick that's so secure and, and 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 confident with herself that she's up on stage, she's telling jokes." And then and then at a certain point that when uh uh, a guy will maybe start getting threatened by that or a guy will start realizing that comedy is going to be your first boyfriend Absolutely. and you will always be the secondary boyfriend. Right. Now, I know from dating comics in my, in my own past that always a fir-
2: Hypothetically.
1: <laughs> no, not hypothetically. I've, I've done that before. But I've, I've always said that the first thing always has to be I need to find them funny because I've always said that I can fake I love you, but I can't fake I think you're funny. You can right.
3: fake I love What a dick. Uh, Listen, I can tell a chick that I love her just to fuck her
2: But but yeah, that joke about the mall (laughs) Doesn't really do it for me
3: I I, I fake that I
4: I think you're funny I mean, I don't know if you know my... No, do that. I can't
1: do that Okay, but would you... Okay,
2: let me ask you this Maybe I shouldn't
1: say I can fake I think I love you But I can fake... No, don't backpedal I'm not backpedal Okay, well, okay Maybe I love you is a bit of a strong one But I can fake... Uh, you know how much you know. I, I like certain parts about a, a someone, but but when it comes down to it, I I can't fake. I think you're funny because at a certain point they're going to go ask me about their act or something like that, and then it's going to be like, oh well, I does, it, does it really with matter, matter what dude I If I
4: don't think he's funny, I'll sleep with dude Well, that was I was going to ask not you, funny, you. What if what if you saw them. someone who's really hacky, but they're hot? I know I've I mean I've done it right. but I can't date them. Well, I could the do dudes bad. that I date the, I've got to think they're funny. But I'll okay. sleep with a
2: dude if, if you think you are cute or hot but they No, they're not a hack. even.
3: Okay. <laughs> a hacky,
2: ugly piece hacky, of shit. Ugly. I will sleep You know with what
3: him. though I think with I, <laughs> but I think with Claire, like I think with most female comics they they're women and most women in general find a sense of humor. I know that sounds corny but they find a sense of humor to be very very attractive. Mm. Right. Well so, so they should, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why nobody yeah. finds you attractive. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm the troll in the booth.
3: <laughs> no, but but I think that that's why like fem- there's tons of f- of comics that I think are good looking and funny and dateable, but I like it's just a choice that I've made just not to get involved with that cuz I wouldn't date anyone I work with.
1: Well, I mean, I've that's seen smart. I've seen comics on stage that I find attractive, but then but what? But I oh, know if I if I meet them off stage and I know that they're a comic and I find them attractive, that's that's great. But then once I see them on stage, and if I don't find them funny, then they're um, they're less and less attractive. I agree. Be, but what, what Because about, at some point it's going to turn out, turn into shop talk, and yeah. they're going to try to pitch a, a, a pitch a, a joke to me, or they're going to ask me about a bit. Right. And if I don't find it funny, I can't fake that because I, I went out with a girl who was in a sketch troupe for a while, and I remember trying to read one of her sketches and just thinking to myself, I uh, this is. And while I'm reading the sketch, I'm re- realizing how unfunny it is or right. we're not comedically compatible on that level and then I just knew that our relationship was not going to go any farther than this because at a certain point I can't punch up something I don't find funny because right. I wanted to say to her listen this is no good at all and I knew, could tell how proud she was of it and I just knew that it it, it can't go anywhere if you don't respect what someone does on that's some in Life level. in
3: general. Like yeah, if you're dating a lawyer and you're like, he's a shitty lawyer. This is embarrassing. He's the worst <laughs> lawyer out there. You're embarrassed to be seen with him. You don't because you want him to be just as good as the lawyer that just got the guy off the rape charges. You know, yeah. but that is a good lawyer. Yeah, that is a that's good a good lawyer. What's that lawyer. guy's number?
4: Seriously,
3: <laughs> hook me up. One eight hundred. Get off rape. <laughs> 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 Song makes it better. Some makes it better. And Song it's, not, why, it better. And it's be, not get off on rape either. That's a different. Why one, be but, a rapist yeah. anyway? I have a question for Claire. I have a question for Claire because. I find that in my comedy, when I'm with, when I'm dating, I was with a guy for four years, and it was like one of those, it was just like a long-term serious relationship. And then, I found that my comedy got super vanilla. Well, like I'm not vanilla really with my comedy, but like I feel like I didn't have as much edginess or just like I, I I get more material. When I'm single, is so what I'm trying to say. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, since I've been
4: off dudes, like since the Manmatical started, I've written more jokes. Yeah. But is that because you have
2: more time though?
4: That's I, one of them. Right? I feel more inspired. That's for okay. sure. Do you feel okay. more
1: pissed off? Because I always think, you know, a happy comic is never all that funny a comic. There always has to be something under someone's skin to be like, you know, you have to have that's why I always find if you're a really, really good-looking guy and I see you up on stage and you're complaining about chicks for your life and I'm like... Well, and dude, you're attracted
3: you're... to him and then he comes off stage and he's not funny and you don't want to fuck him anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, <is> this... Jeez.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: awkward, <laughs> awkward corner with Dave.
1: That wasn't awkward to me. I was just more confused. <laughs> than... one, one, one,
2: one, one thing I wanted to ask, uh, Claire, now that you're doing this uh, with your blog and everything, yeah. but you're around... like You're also an actress. we got to also mention that, too. So yeah. sometimes... You know, the, the actor or actresses fall prey to, you know, having relationships with people on set because it's almost like a yeah. a small little family for and everything. Sure. Yeah. So you've got either that in your life yeah. or weekends with dudes. Exactly. It's going to be very hard well, for that's what, a yeah. year, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Being on location
2: with dudes. It's different if you're a nun, you know, or it's different if you're in a job where you're not around absolutely. alcohol and, and people that want to party. Yep. It's yeah. no different than someone trying to go to AA, honestly. Like... And being a comic, because you're great, around it so much. It's a nope.
1: great place to meet girls, Those AA meetings. AA and Weight Watchers. Dave always
2: Weight likes Watchers. to
3: self-justify. No, but uh, Weight Watchers is a great... I've said... Donna, did I say this on the show before? Nope. No. Weight Watchers is a great place to meet girls. Kathleen and I saying. are going to go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to join Weight Watchers and meet, meet some girls. Um... But no, because the thing is, I've lost a lot of weight in my lifetime, and and, and I still feel like a fat girl. So I don't – some people are like, you're gorgeous. And I'm like, I'm not gorgeous. I still feel that way. So you're going to find a lot of insecure, ho- newly hot girls oh. that don't think that they're gorgeous.
1: And this is going to be this
3: good. Is, this is. I don't think <laughs> I should <laughs> take Dave. I'm actually kind of creeped out by Dave right now.
1: Right now? All Fine. the time. Dave okay. is getting
2: fatter right now. <laughs> Dave's like, keep I'm talking. just going to gain some weight so I can go. I didn't mean that, but you keep going. No. Wait. Oh, Darren. What? <laughs> Cock gets fatter. Blah blah blah. Thank you. Yeah, if,
1: if you have to explain it, Darren, it's not yeah, that fun. Yeah. No. One thing I want to ask Claire was I've just... heard you explain a lot, Dave. Go ahead.
2: Oh, zing, zing, zang, zoom. Yep. Go on.
1: One thing I want to ask Claire was like, I I'm mean, not you're choosing to go on this man thing. Yeah. And but I mean you know you're a you're a very attractive lady, so it's not like go on. it's not. But I mean like some guys could go on a a. Girl, why would you call it a girl battacle? Sure,
2: woman Are you kidding me? The 90s, I did that for 10 years. Yeah, you did that. I but, wait, not, the but, not I yeah, but not by choice.
1: Yeah, but not by choice. She's yeah, doing I know. it by choice. She's I know. been
3: criticized for, uh, before about this. Yes. Some girls have been like, yeah, I have been on a man battacle for three years. But, yeah. but that's that's their own, you know, uh, yeah, that's the she's difference. She's it cho- like, like, like Any it, girl can have I've sex. gone nine months without getting laid. Yeah. I've gone pff, Was
4: I that was on nothing. purpose?
1: But I mean, were you turning guys down during that period?
4: No, it was a dry, like I have
1: everybody have dry has dry
3: spells. I, but I always
1: just think a girl could be just walk out on the street. and You go, can, you yeah. totally
3: can. It's yeah. no, it's true. You Any can. girl yeah. can go out. It doesn't matter if she's gross or not. Dave will fuck up. I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you just we'll get we'll, we'll put out Dave's phone number, and if you feel that you haven't had four one six
1: yeah <laughs> uh, no nine but, nine. Nine
3: B. <laughs> but you have been criticized by some people like what well, I've been on a man, and it's not. You're choosing to do this, and you're choosing to not be romantic, flirt, kiss, Yeah, there's no nothing. flirting. There's no nothing, dating. Nothing, nothing. But well,
4: where's that line? It's hard, man. I've like been What I, what I, been I consider doing flirting and it. what
2: you consider flirting is two different things.
4: Well, I, I, it's been a bit of a tightrope walk for me, I have to say. Um,
2: Would you compliment someone?
4: Last night, I feel like I crossed the line, for example.
1: How did you cross the line last night? I
4: told a dude that I had always had a crush on him. Well, that's, that's flirting. that's, yeah, that's yeah. flirting. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. I crossed the line. Right. In my defense, I was hammered. 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 Okay. Your and, Honor, I was yeah. hammered. Yeah. Your <laughs> Honor.
2: <laughs> but, uh, but, medical AA meeting in the same night, maybe. Yeah,
4: exactly. But I... Uh, I uh, that's flirting. I, nothing mm. was gonna happen, and it was kind of like palling around and being like, "Dude, it stinks I'm on a manbatical. I've always wanted to make out with you, and I love
2: you."
1: Uh, well, oh my God! Well, of course, yeah. Well, that's she can gonna lie happen. about
2: that and lie, right? You can lie about I love you. Why can't she? Yeah, why well, oh, can no, no, it's saying, not? No, a lie. I, 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 it, it wasn't. It I wasn't the fact that you. she's.
1: Yeah, no, it was just saying that to a guy. How can a guy not be like, "Oh, well, let's get this going on"? Well, I don't yeah.
4: think he's into it, but the that's not. The How can point. he not be into it? But him? were they a comic? He was a comic. Oh, yeah. The Claire. Come on. I
3: never fucking learn. I never yeah. oh, wait.
1: Don't worry, yeah. I don't either. I think yeah. the thing
3: about the comics is that you kind of you fall in love with their act maybe a little bit and, and this... you don't know them very well. Like I've had a crush on this one guy and I and uh I just thought he was super funny and then I got it's okay, to know Kathleen, him and you, I was like you can like, tell me. You can oh tell me. Oh my god, stop it. But uh, but you then you get to know them and you're like, "Okay, you're really funny, but you're a fucking douchebag." Yeah, or right. yeah. like, but, yeah. Because I think that's what happens is, like, I do. you spend a weekend and you have a lot of fun with somebody mm-hmm. and you're like, holy shit, this could go somewhere. And then really... Yeah. I know who it is. I don't... I've had a lot of different crushes mm-hmm. on comics. I don't know, I know who, who it is. is.
1: I know who it is.
2: I must know. Why
3: are we talking about this? <laughs> so you brought it up. Oh, you're right.
1: Why are we talking about the things that I bring up on the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But, I, but I'm But i just trying to make a point. Like, I think mm-hmm. that you. you kind of become like enamored with somebody because of their because they're so funny and right. stuff. This and you guy have fun is with really nice though. He is though, yeah. I he know who a you're really talking nice about. Yeah. And he's really cute. Oh Claire, stop. <laughs> I, I never You're, you're flirting heard. right now with him.
2: Oh, I know he's listening
3: to the show. You're flirting with him
2: right I now. I know. He knows I know. that's who it he is. it's
4: it's he doesn't well he might. I do tell a lot of dudes I've always had a crush on them, but I I have had crushes on a lot of dudes.
1: Well, that's that's nothing wrong with that. No I mean, crushes on people, but but it's, it's it's tough when you hear that someone does have a crush on it and then crush on you because I don't then... think
4: it's tough for him.
1: Why is it I, not tough I for don't him? think
4: he's into it. It's fine. I, 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 most yeah, it's but so you it's fine. Would you date a
3: comic again?
4: I w- I don't want to. I really don't want to. <laughs> but you're not gonna say no. No, I want to say no. But I just, I'm the kind of person that I just never learn my lesson ever, 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 ever.
2: See, I've never dated a comic only because the reason my rule is that is my life already is enough about comedy and show business. One of the things I appreciate about my wife not being in show business, other than she'll put up with me, is that when I go home, yeah, we talk a little bit about the business, but 90% of the stuff we talk about has nothing to do with show business. that's nice. And that that is nice because it's so... Fucking daunting, what we do and how much we talk about it and shop. And yeah. I need that break.
1: But then yeah. also too, it's. But then also the frustrations of of the of the business can really get get to you. And then and then when you want to explain, and then if you try to explain that to someone who's not a comic, eventually it gets, they get it, it. Though
3: my wife yeah. gets it. You know, she's been in it long enough now. I agree. Because that- my ex boyfriend was. He was. He would come out to all the comedy shows. He kind of became a comic that didn't go on stage. You know, everybody right. knew him. He knew what it was like. He understood. And it, I, I felt that if I had to vent about something. I could yeah, they can, but we but didn't you, have to always talk about comedy, which is so nice. Y- y- no, I think y- for the first year, you're right, Dave. It's tough. What are you shaking your head
2: for?
1: Because well, I had a sentence that I wanted to well, finish. go ahead. Dave. Well, no, I, I lost it now. You, I'm agreeing you with you. You still interrupt me though, even if no. you're agreeing with me. <laughs> 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 you they,
2: cute. Do we need a fucking bell in this show, or <laughs> <thinking my> turn? <laughs> maybe just a system. Okay, of f-
3: Dave has the talking stick now.
2: Go, go, Dave. Talking stick, I have
1: the conch shell. Uh, one thing about the the blog. So, that you're Claire, writing.
2: I just wanted to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting morning okay. wacky. Right. Mornings zoo wacky. Go, Dave.
1: All right, ding, ding, ding. Hey, it's the Friday morning fart song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, the blog that you're writing now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 personal. It's about your own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever worry about getting like too personal in your blog? Because I know that there's a so eventually, you know, if your friends are reading it, and your friends are other comics or other you know coworkers mm-hmm. or you know other people in your life, they're gonna. F- Start wondering. Oh well, who is that person? Who is exactly who she's talking about? Right. And then your friends start talking. Right. And then I mean, do you ever worry about? I mean, you want to be as honest as, as you can with both yourself and the people that are your re- that are Absolutely. your are your readers. Yeah. But then do you ever Absolutely. wonder worry about worry about this gonna like, it's gonna catch up with you or bite you in the ass at some point? Well,
4: it has in a way. Um uh, you know, I just found out that one of my ex-boyfriends is very upset that I have been writing about our relation our past relationship in my blog. Mm-hmm. Um I got to be honest, I don't really fucking give a shit. It's it's my blog. It's your life. It's my too. life. Right. Exactly. And beyond that, I've never said anything mean about him. But um what you're asking I know what you mean is like nothing sacred kind of thing. And the thing about me is like Man, it's a—it's like I nothing is almost nothing in my life is sacred. I think the only thing that I won't talk about in my blog is therapy, my therapy sessions, because right. my therapist begged me to please not write stuff. Well, in my but blog. I mean,
1: is is your is the blog that you're writing almost like an extension of your therapy? Because I mean, you are getting your your thoughts out that you might not express, be able to express to someone just talking to them.
4: I don't know, Dave. Like I I I have a lot of outlets, you know, like uh, to to, like, air out my shit, you know? I mean, I'm a comic, I'm an actor, uh, you know, I'm a writer, so it's like I don't I don't feel like I need it. I don't feel like it's therapeutic in that way. Oh, okay. Um, I'm really lucky that I've got, like, really good friends that I can be honest with and talk to about everything, and I do have a really good therapist.
1: <laughs> because also I know that a lot, of, like a lot of comics will go up on stage, and they'll be the first, or, uh, I mean, if you go to, like, an amateur night, yeah. and there's obviously there's some people that think they're funny, mm-hmm. and they want to just make people laugh, right. but then there's A lot of other people that are just like are like frustrated with their own lives and they will use comedy as a form of therapy just as a way to, you know, vent their own personal issues out and to get people to listen to them because a lot of people don't have, you know, other people that will listen to them with, you know. And I, I mean I always find like a, a therapist uh, it's like a lot like a, a bartender that doesn't really serve you drinks you know? right some people well, just my need... therapist
4: serves me drinks but that's... Oh, that's
1: a cool dude <laughs> yeah, I usually it's... just bring a flask and when I go see mine so yeah but he, he, yeah it's just I mean do you, you worry about things catching up with you but
4: well I mean it didn't make me feel amazing that my ex-boyfriend was so furious about it
1: but doesn't the fact that he's furious about it doesn't that show that he still sort of cares
4: kind of but he I don't he there's no way that he reads it because if he actually read it then right. he couldn't be mad yeah so, I've
3: never seen you've never slagged him
4: I've I've only said very like nice respectful things about him so there's no way that he reads it because and I don't get into personal stuff I, I the only thing I said once was that he was a good lover that's well, the only could, fucking how, private that.
1: thing that you? I said. How dare you? So I want
2: you to spread that around about me and well, Kathleen and Dave. I'm,
4: my next, but you guys have to have aliases. Everyone yeah, gets an yeah, alias. I know that's, She's <laughs> already got one. I got one. The,
2: the, got the one thing we talked about, we were in uh, in uh, Ottawa this week, and the three of us. And on the way up, we discussed your your blog, and and I had made the point that I'm always about marketing. I've you know that was my background. Yeah. And one of, one of the things that I had a concern about your blog, and then of course Dave set me straight about it, is that there is this idea that you're doing your blog, if you're doing it for yourself, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it to also kind of propel your career, how genuine is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, and then Kathleen to your defense said, well, it's not like your act was one thing. And then the blog is something else, mm-hmm. which I didn't really consider. And other comics, I don't know if they've considered that either. Cause they have voiced that to me, that, that opinion about whether it's genuine or not. Right, I just right. wanted to give you the option to, you know, to talk about that or what, what are your thoughts on that?
4: Um, I, th- I think it's definitely a fair Assessment, like I can definitely understand why people would think that, and I mean, I would be lying if I said that there wasn't part of me that hoped that something great came of this in right. terms of my career. Right. Um, but I think if if you. I, I, I got it. it's It's just me. It's just genuine and it's real and it's something that I really am going through. And the reality is, like, people can choose to read it or not. Right. And people can choose to believe it or not. And there's really nothing I can do about that. But, that you know?
1: Was, it, was there any, like, when when you started to approach this, was there any moment where you were sort of like, because uh, I mean, we, you know, we discussed this in the car. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you were just doing this for your own personal sort of mm-hmm. you know, therapeutic release of just getting your thoughts out onto paper, mm-hmm. then why not a diary? And why make it a blog? I mean, w- was your intentions at any point that you wanted other people to read this? And maybe if you could help other people, uh, you know, that were might be in a similar situation uh, that you're in, and if they read it and if it could somehow help other people, was that any? Was did you ever have that thought going into this?
4: Well, I was kind of hoping that that would happen. I, it has happened. I cannot tell you the amount of emails i get every day from like m- m- women and men which really surprised me i didn't expect men to be so like w- could relate on such a serious level and and so a lot i feel like a lot of people are like saying that they either live vicariously through th- through me or that they can really relate to what i'm dealing with and i th- and they're grateful that i'm writing it so that's really nice i
1: I, so so there was a, a little really bit answering of like your you, question am I? No, but did you want other people to read this? And so were you doing this to help other people? In no. Life? So this is that all for you. That wasn't my
4: original intent. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, then why
1: not a diary and why make it a blog? I mean, you was you, you, you wanted myself. other people to read this. I
4: did want other people to read right. it. There's no question. But I thought, like I've been looking for a. I should, probably shouldn't say this, but I had been looking for a writing project for a long time. Right, I'd started a few. I really liked the concept of the year-long projects. Like, right, I really liked the Year of Living Biblically, Julian Julia, Living Oprah, all of those things. Or the guy yeah.
2: who took a photo of himself for like the six years. Exactly. And, no, it's a journey. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
4: and I and I had already been thinking that I wanted to take time off dating. And I was like, why not do it this way? I would be lying if I said that there wasn't part of me that did want to sell this obviously because if not you're right i would keep a diary and i actually
2: do keep a diary it's interesting because kathleen made the point and maybe you're gonna do it now but in the car she said what's the difference between you doing that and me selling anger because i'm angry and that's my hook and your hook per se is this year-long thing Mm -hmm. which is going to affect your life but just that's no different than me and my anger affects my own life and i use it as a hook that's pretty much what kathleen said
3: yeah like just because i mean and your whole blog like darren had said well we were talking about marketing and things like that and i said well it is it's no different her her act is about being a girl about relationships about living as a single woman you know mm-hmm. as a, in her 30s and that's basically what your blog is about and yeah. it's i like i i love reading your blog because it's not just cuz i i don't think about it as oh she's not fucking anybody this year it's actually a really interesting Blog to read because there's uh you there's just like a lot of emotion in it there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh i don 't know how to explain what i 'm trying to say That's really, really kind of you that's really nice but to it hear. is it 's not just about you not having romantic relationships it it it's like what it 's like to be a girl kind of mm-hmm.
1: well I know a lot of time for a comic that they they you're trying to find and I know this has always been an issue with me dating in the past, and that 's why sometimes comics are. Yeah, I've There's been relationships that I have been in where it's if you are dating a comic, it does kind of work on one level because, you know, if you're at the same shows or they can always understand, oh, you got to go do a show tonight. And which someone uh, – and I hate using the word civilian because it makes me sound like I'm in the military. But, I mean, when a person – a non-comic civilian person might not be able to relate to the fact that, oh – They'd be like, oh, so you're going out to do an open mic where you're not going to get paid and you're just trying out new material mm-hmm. and so you're going to hang out there for three hours and, mm-hmm. and why wouldn't you want to spend time with me? And, right. and, is they, and and it's trying to get someone to understand the fact that, you know, as much as the person that they're in a relationship is a priority to them, that comedy will always be number one. And then sometimes when you you do get caught up in a relationship, it's the frustration when you see that other person trying to pull you away from comedy, right. which you were, you were if comedy is a person, you were dating that person before before you started dating right. this actual real physical person. So right. that I, in that respect, it is hard to sort of relate to someone who is not a comic.
3: I had a good conversation with a, with uh, two comics, and one of the comics said he was frustrated with his girlfriend because of that reason. Right. She's like, she doesn't understand that I can't go to the wedding on the weekend all the time, or that I can't, and, and he was venting about it. And then the other comic said... Then get said, rid of her. Yeah. Well, that unfortunately, but but, totally. but what the other comic said was just like it was perfect. It was it, it totally made me understand why I I want to date people outside of the industry because he's like, so, what you're saying is you just want to live and breathe comedy. He's like, yes, that's all I want, just comedy all the time. And he goes, so you never want to have any real life experiences to draw comedy out of, and that's exactly why I like to date people outside the industry because. Sometimes it'll pull me away from it, and I'll do something, and I'll get material out of it. Right,
2: but the other person has to also understand that there are parameters to oh, what a yeah. job is. Like, yeah, my wife gets upset I can't go to her friend's weddings, but yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, the small things that are against what I do versus the you know the many great things. It's it's you know it's kind of like you know you have to compare the two and then decide. Mm-hmm. My wife has never you know she's gotten upset sure, but. Overall, I'm a comic, and that's what comes with it. And when I said get rid of that person- And you were a comic
1: before you met her, too. And she knew the deal. It's not like
2: I was, you know, I started at 30, and we had married at 20, and had two kids, and now I'm, like, fucking having a midlife crisis, and I'm changing. Yeah. This is what I am, and and that's it. Um, The one other thing I wanted to ask you, Claire, we're, you know, we only have a few minutes left, Mm -hmm. but what happens if in this year you meet the guy that's perfect for you and probably won't wait the year?
4: I don't know because he has Have you to thought go to Have more. Have you thought of that? Uh, yeah, I think about it all the time. Right. I mean, uh, it would be great if that happened in a way because I I haven't met the guy that's perfect for me yet.
1: Right. So. But how are you going to know that the guy's? Perfect no, I
2: don't
4: for mean him? that. But you, you know, know what like I mean, falling, like, like genuinely, like I know like, that wow, I talk about this... man X and blah blah blah, but it's like like a genuine falling in love with yeah. someone that you're talking about. Um, I mean. It's the project is more important to me than anything.
0: see there
1: you go. that's another thing too
4: and um if he couldn't wait, then I he's not the then he's person he's not right, yeah, exactly because mm-hmm. this project to me, and it's not just about like getting a book deal or you know it's not it's not about that it's also about changing my life right you know, I'm only two months in it's still very much in the embryonic stages of it right. and I know that I'll change, but I um. I just I yeah, want to fix done Christmas the problem. yet? You haven't I haven't done, done New Year's yet. Do you think you know, my do, birthday? Valentine's you know, Day? Valentine's think, I can honestly give a shit, shit about. I know I, that but those are big moments for couples. Yeah and they are like times of like reflection, like right. self like it's inevitable that you would have like self reflection on those times. Sorry, Kathleen. No, it's
3: okay. Do you think you're going to make it? <laughs> Sometimes warrior. I think
4: no because it's only been 62 days.
3: I kind of want to see not fail, but I just want to see like how what happens. You know I Like I want to read the blog where it's yeah, like, like what okay, major somebody put, thing put his penis in me last night. Cuz it would
2: have to be something big from what you said so far. For sure, but what's so that
4: failing would be interesting. like I failed last night by telling that guy I had a crush on him. No, no failing, failing no, no, no. No, I
3: think that that's like to me I, don't, it, I shouldn't even say failing. I just want to say like if you sleep with someone I want to
1: see you fail. I, I want to s- be- see you sleep with someone. Oh, I, I want to see me sleep <laughs> with Dave someone. Dave wants me to in the room through
4: a people. <laughs> or the I've glass. got a couple of tapes
3: that you could borrow. <laughs> oh.
4: if that's all
3: right. But I think that's awesome, and I I like uh, it. Really, I think that if you if you uh, if you do make a mistake, that's going to be interesting, and that's one of the reasons why people should be reading this blog because you because you're human. You might not make it, and you might make it. So
1: I think I think it's good that whether you, whether you admit it or not, that the, this blog is both for yourself to get more focused in on your comedy career and your and your and your acting, your your writing. So it's just as much for yourself as it is for other people to read and to help other people to, to uh, you know to help them out with their own personal relationship situations. And uh, like I know, uh, like Colin Quinn uh, took a year off, um, you know, dating and being in relationships, so to so he could write a one man show, mm-hmm. and the one man show wasn't necessarily about him. Taking right. time off from women, but it just allowed him, him the time. to be more focused. Yeah. And yeah. I know that I've always had a frustration dealing with both relationship bullshit and comedy bullshit. I
3: don't think you could take a week off women, Dave.
1: Well, <laughs> Dave's I, at day five. I can. not I, I want to see him. Fail. I can, but you know, <laughs> no, you can't by <laughs> no, choice. I don't think no, you no, no,
3: you
2: can't, Dave. I don't think you can. Anyways, could. we got to wrap it up. Um, one thing, uh, Claire. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having. Uh, me. Tell us where uh, we can find you, Claire. Yes. Uh, say uh, the, say the title on, of the blog again. It's the one
4: year Man and uh, it's and uh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook and.
2: And okay, every, everything. And uh, what we want to do, you're the first guest that we want to have come back. <gasps> so maybe at like the six month mark, Thanks. we should have you come back, and then we can talk about the last four months. I would
4: love that. And you
2: know, if it, let's see if you're still on track. I think that'd be fun. I that think would it'd be, be awesome. To do that.
4: Thank you. Yay. Okay,
2: so uh, we will say your all your websites and your deets at the end. But thank you, Claire, for coming. We really appreciate it.
3: Yay, Yay Claire Yay, Thank you, hey, hey, Claire. Don't, don't
1: ever worry about getting too personal, because if uh, other people get mad yeah. about it, it, just shows you listen they to care. Dave. You listen to Dave. Yeah. Um, I have a great track record for things like
0: this. (laughs) Bite the pillow, it's going in dry. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. They're giving away puppies in the back of their van. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, And Kathleen McGee. Okay, we are back. Uh, I want to thank Claire Brasseau
2: for being in the studio. Uh, Do you think she's going to make it?
3: I hope so. But I kind of, like I said, I don't think I I should call it a fail, but I would like to see how she handles... Banging a
1: dude. Like, I, don't want to see, I don't want to see her failure. I think it would be just as interesting if she fell off the wagon, off the man wagon. Because, I mean, that would be just a, another almost like, I, I, it's, it, it would almost be an interesting twist to the story. Like, I tried to stay off men for a year, and right. I couldn't because this and this that happened. Right. And if she meets a great guy from it, that's even a, a more of an interesting thing, that you could almost make a more of a movie out of that, is that, that she's struggling with both her, uh, you know, her commitment to the, the blog and this project, and she's struggling with the, uh, finding, not finding and not finding romance. I'm,
3: I'm definitely gonna keep
2: reading. I think that that's the reason I asked her if you find someone you know is perfect, would you stop it? Because I would, I would prefer her to stop it. Because then I think she's doing it for her. You know, the real reason for her doing this was for her, and if she found something. I understand she wants to. Commit to something and go through with it. I also understand that's important for anything in your life, but I think it'd be nice if she can meet someone and you know not have these other issues she's had in the past.
1: Well, I, I know, and we brought up the fact is is she doing it for herself or is she doing it for her readers? Right. And yeah, and if she finds a great guy, then it would be I think, and also I think her readers would be just as happy for her yeah. finding someone great. Yeah. And we brought up the fact that like that she ran into an ex who is still sort of expressing his anger towards her, her sort of what I would consider her moving on. Right. But I mean, I know even uh, whether it's girls that i dated or, or would you or like it
2: if you were like, let's say one of your ex-girlfriends started blogging about you would you like it
1: started blogging about me Yeah, I, I would. well it would all be a matter of what she said
3: as much as you don't like it it is her life too
1: right oh yeah no, and she's no. not
3: and 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 if you go on a blog and you start saying all this crap about somebody and it's not true then then yes but like if if you're just blogging about your feelings about what happened and and she is right she's never said anything negative about any of the guys that she's dated well, right also,
1: but he
2: but he has the right to not like it
1: sure, yeah but he that's
3: fine yeah. right but you can't hold it against her. Yeah, but I it's her think, life too.
1: I think that ends up making him look like a like a bitter shit if he uh, if if he gets that, know, up that up in arms about it. But also even even girls that I've dated and even comics that I've dated, like the one long comedic relationship that I had with another comic, when it ended, I mean it, it was it was rough for me for a while because it wasn't really didn't end I didn't really want it to end, but at the end of it I just I always wanted what was best for her i whether she was with me or not with me i always said that i was wanted her to be happy and i expressed that to her and i still do to this day because i, I i'm still friends with her and i still see her around with her new guy and i i'm just and at the end of it it's almost better that her and i are friends and not two right. comics dating and i'm i'm glad i'm so glad to this day that she's happy
2: all right, well, that is the show. That's uh, true. Couple... Don't
1: don't smirk like that, Kathleen. Oh,
3: no, man. I wasn't smirking. It well, just it a,
2: such <laughs> a
1: dysfunctional you're family. To in this sound room, like
3: such a great guy. Like... I
1: never I'm, argued I'm, like this till Kathleen came. Like it says on my website. Kathleen like came. it says on my website. Dave you're Martin, very re- rev- relatively good person. Dave Martin.
2: Um, uh, this weekend, I will be at the Barry Yuck Yucks. So, if you're interested in that, you can go to yuckx.com or my website, comedyhore.com. And this weekend, we have a special show going on at the Dominion Pub. Dave, tell the fans about it that. It is
1: going to be the East End Comedy Review at the Dominion on Queen Historic uh, Toronto uh, Beer Hall. And uh, venue, uh, a great venue these days for comedy. Uh, there's the East End Comedy Review that we do about every three months. It always has an amazing lineup. This week, it's going to be Christine Von Hagen's birthday. And uh, uh, the headliner is going to be Mr. Derek Edwards, uh, which is a big, big deal. And for sure. Uh, and also the uh, fabulously talented uh, Deborah Giovanni is going to be the host of that. Show and the other comics on the show are going to be uh, Fraser Young, Kathleen McGee, uh, which you might know. From, <laughs> which you might know from XM uh-huh. Radio. And uh, was it um, Claire Brosso? Claire's going to be there. Claire, who was on the show earlier, and uh, Andre Aruda is going to be on the show as well. And in the back room of the Dominion Pub, probably starting around four uh, thirty-five-ish, we are going to be doing a Anything Goes live taping. We're going to be uh, talking to the guests that are on the sh- uh, show in the evening. We're going to be interviewing them, and uh, it'll be a chance to come out and see the show live and watch how uh, Check it out. the three of us uh, can barely uh, stand each other.
3: And right. if you come down and say that you're an XM listener and fan and that your favorite person on the show is not Dave Martin, we will. Uh, you can motorboat me.
1: And maybe we'll get in. Actually, if you are listening to the show and if you live in the greater Toronto area, uh, message our Facebook group and uh, we will uh, provide some free tickets for you to come down and enjoy the show.
2: All right. As always, we want to give a shout out and a thanks to Victoria, our producer, and Paul, the intern, running Yay. the board. Yay to them. Yay. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, there are always two ways to get in touch with us. You can get through to us through email at laughattack at xmradio.ca or or that old phone at one eight seven seven xm laugh. And next week, we will probably be doing a full show on our exploits at Just for Laughs. We have interviews with Andy Kindler, uh, a little bit with Tom Papa, Russell Peters.
1: Christopher Titus. Christopher
2: Titus, who was uh, very gracious and sat down with us for almost an hour one day. Lavelle so, Crawford. Uh, yep, yeah, for sure. So uh, look forward to that. Until next week, thanks for listening. Check us
1: out on Facebook at the Facebook group for Anything Goes. And uh, I'm Dave Martin.
2: I'm Kathleen McGee. And I'm Darren Lesbian
1: Frost. Well, thank God someone said it.